Hello, hello, my lovely friends, and welcome to podcast episode 101. I can't believe this. It's been over 100 episodes since we've been sharing some space together, and I want to go ahead and thank you one more time for carving out some time in your life to listen to these podcasts. You know, they're near and dear to my heart. You'll you'll know that um, I open up and share details of my life. I share what I know will help you move the needle a little bit closer to your dreams. And today we're talking about what would make it easier. So once again, it's Sonia here with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company. I help my clients release the unwanted weight of debt, stress, and pounds. And when it when we talk about what would make life easier, we're going to talk about what happens when something goes awry. So the first thing that comes to mind is I was under the weather a couple days ago, and that means I have some catching up to do. And it reminded me of when my kids were little. So three kids, three girls to be precise, and there was always a lot to do. I know those that are listening to this can like nod their head. They're like, yeah, I get this. The laundry, the cooking, the cleaning. Guys, I spent a good 15 years, if not more, of my life in ketchup mode. And I'm not talking the ketchup that you put on your ha- that you put on your hamburgers. I am talking there was more work than there was meat. So, you know that feeling, right? It creeps up on you and it almost suffocates you. So, earlier this week, I actually just had a bit of a stomach bug, I think, I'm not sure. Um didn't go and get tested for anything because it just kind of 24 hours, 48 hours I started to feel better. But I had to cancel on five or six different clients in a matter of a couple of days. And I don't like that. Who would? As any entrepreneur, who would really like that? You work really hard to find the clients and now you've got to cancel. And they are also understanding. And I appreciate that. But here's what happens is now I'm behind. I feel like I need to rush in order to bring myself back to where I was. So when you're behind on work, or behind on life, you know that feeling. It causes stress, external stress, physical stress, emotional stress, mental stress. And the thing is, going back to that level of stress is going to not help you get better any sooner. Because the stress, the worry, and so much wasted time that you are putting on yourself when it comes to trying to catch up is so hard. So a model that I've lived by is it's so much easier to keep up than catch up. I make my bed every day. I do laundry regularly. Actually, I have to break down my laundry now because I think it's a trigger for me. <laughs> yeah, true story. Um, I realized that if I have buckets and buckets to fold, which I don't anymore, but if it's like a laundry day, um, I would seriously be like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. I have to put a podcast on or call a friend and distract myself because it brings me back when... I would literally fold laundry for hours for it to be torn apart the next day. Um, Remember, there was more of them than there was of me. So the feeling that you have is overwhelm. It's sensational. And you don't even know how to bring yourself back to footing and to have a grounded feeling again. All of this could be avoided with a couple of things. So 
your obligations, your deadlines in the first place, were they too much? And that's something to think about. Do you have too much in your calendar? Do you have enough space in your calendar to make room to fit in when things don't go seamlessly? One of the questions I want to ask yourself, I want you to ask yourself is, what would make this easier? So one of the things I'm doing when I'm circling back right now and revisiting how to prioritize what needs to be done first is what is important. A paid client is the top of my list. So then I need to look at, okay, can I fit them in this week without adding more stress or do they need to be added on to their end um, of their cycle with me? That way there, we're not adding undue stress to where there doesn't need to be. So what would make this process easier? I'll do it tomorrow doesn't always make things easy. It is the famous last words when it comes to procrastination. And you know what happens? You don't do it tomorrow or you don't do it the day after that. And you have a much bigger mess to address. And then guess what? You don't take care of anything, right? Think about it. Um, money management. When was the last time you looked at your money? Do you look at your money weekly? Was there a week that you skipped it? If there was a week that you skipped it, did you go back and revisit it for a little bit longer the following week? Or did you just kind of let it drop further and further and further off the radar? And now it takes so much time, you're ignoring it because it's overwhelming. Yeah, I know. You probably have a dresser drawer that needs to be unloaded and organized and made a little bit more functional. And it can be as simple as one drawer at a time. Don't let me overwhelm you with that. But the point is, it is so much easier to keep up than to catch up. So we're going to go over a couple tips today, some five minute tasks that is worth five hours or longer of catching up. But mentally, it is going to clear so much space. So finishing your tasks, doing laundry, getting in shape, cleaning up, studying for something, filing paperwork, and reading. If any of these are five-minute tasks, do them right away. Anything that takes you five minutes, do it right away. Get it done. Instead of adding it to your pile of to-dos, it is now done, and you can file it away or throw it in the garbage or set it yourself a follow-up. So, Maintaining is easier than fixing later. You have to keep up with life, my friends. You have to keep up with the day-to-day, and with the day-to-day comes professional development, personal development, other people's expectations, your expectations, and your sense of responsibility. So next time you find yourself falling behind, catch yourself. Give yourself space. If you put the extra effort in now, Keeping yourself on track is going to be so, so, so much easier than trying to catch up later. Now, we touched on a couple of different areas in our life, but I'm going to take you through um, a scenario, a specific scenario, a little bit more, how this is true in so many different ways. This isn't going to be a long episode today, but I'm definitely going to share with you the risks of not keeping up. And it's a story shared um, that I've shared before, not through the podcast in this particular element, but ready? We're just going to jump right in and, and go over the details here. 
So I was listening to a podcast the other day and I was reminded of the phrase that I used to use all the time. It's easier to keep up than to catch up. You've heard me say this a couple of times already, but it is a very simple truth. And what I did in that particular moment in time is I realized how true it was for me in so many different areas of my life. And that the majority of the clients that I work with have fallen behind somewhere and they have put themselves last because they're always catching up. Our day-to-day lives are generally geared around keeping up. Everything that we do is designed around keeping up rather than catching up. The best way to catch up though is to add a container of time in your calendar so you've got that time to catch up. And the reason we create habits, systems, and routines is to prevent us from having to catch up. It means we're streamlining our everyday lives. So before I share more about the benefits, I'd like to share a story about what can happen when we don't catch up. So the risks of not keeping up. When working with a client recently, she had shared with me that self-care was something completely foreign to her. And I know this rings true for a lot of you. I explained that self-care doesn't mean massages or spa treatments, although it can, it's not exclusive. Rather, self-care means looking after your own needs so that you can be the person that you need to be. And the person you need to be includes all of the roles that you perform. Partner, leader, parent, entrepreneur, employee, friend, child, sibling, you know, you know how many hats you wear on the daily. And uh, my client, she went ahead and confessed that she had never prioritized herself. And this is why, to be perfectly honest, why most people reach out to me. They just don't know where to start to prioritize themselves. Her well-being and her needs were not met, especially now, but also in any time in her adult life. She always put other people first, their needs in front of her own. I'm sure this sounds familiar. As women, and especially mothers, this may be quite common, and I'm sure you're nodding your head in agreement as you're listening to this. I know I am, but it doesn't matter because every martyr doesn't help us be the best parent or person we can be. It doesn't matter how much we give to others because eventually we're going to crack. And as a result of not keeping up with her self-care, her client was feeling run down and exhausted. I'm going to circle back to what I shared earlier in this podcast. That's probably exactly how I was feeling when my stomach bothered me on Monday. So... When we get messages like this, it is a clear sign that something's not working. She was empty. Her tank was empty. My tank was empty. There was nothing left to give. And the feeling of overwhelmed by the smallest request wasn't possible. Because all I could do was stay in bed. All she could do is stay in bed. And that's not like us. That's not like any of us, is it? There's too much to do. I talked about this in a different episode. I believe it was episode number 97 called too much or too busy. So when you're feeling overwhelmed, worn out and stressed, anxiety will take over. Your health will be affected and you're no longer turning up as the wife, the mother and the daughter or the friend or the employee that you want to be. My client had let her self-care go into a non-existent level. She had no energy or time to take care of herself Then she had to play catch up. So on top of not having anything left in her tank, she now had more to give 
like she more had more of a priority to give to other people. And it's impossible to give more when you are feeling so depleted. None of us want to get to a place in our life where our health is suffering as a result of not keeping up with something that we know we need. And this is why it's so important to keep up with the routines, the self-care, rather than trying to play catch up. Now, I don't know who's heard me say this in the past, but what I know about myself after 48 years is I need to play. One of the things that I've learned is I need to play as equally hard as I work in order to rest. I work hard. I work hard, but I enjoy it. But if I don't play hard, I will crash and burn. So let's take this weekend. I actually spent most of the weekend what I thought was in a relaxed state, ebbing and flowing through my day, but I worked on my Q2 plan, my second quarter, my goals, my ambitions for what's coming up. And then, you know what? I got sick on Monday. Does that mean I didn't play enough? I didn't take enough downtime? I didn't do enough self-care? Probably. That's the message that's loud and clear. And it happens to all of us with the best of intentions. So when it comes to keeping up, not catching up, I'm going to share with you some other examples that I want you to just think about. Um, And then we can always get back together and hop on a call and put these into action. And if you don't know where to start, hop into my link tree and take the quiz 22 questions. It's going to cost you a dollar. One dollar I will send you an invoice for. And here's why. It's the first investment in yourself. And with that investment comes a ripple effect. Promise you, you are worth that dollar to learn these 22 questions about yourself. So this same logic that we just shared about applies in many areas of our life, whether it's work, home, your personal relationships, your professional relationships. You know, we need a regular routine and system. We don't need to desperately wait until something needs to be done, but we need to break it down into small achievable chunks so we can get it done. So goals, it's far easier to work on bits and pieces of things as we move along the cycle. Exercise, we know the benefits of daily exercise. I don't need to go over that in this particular episode, but moving our bodies and keeping healthy is definitely an area of our lives where keeping up is wise and it has huge benefits in terms of overall health, longevity, and well-being. Plus, it will help you recover quicker when life's curveballs hit your way. Career. In our careers, whether it's consistent, predictable, regular good performance, far outweigh a last-ditch effort. You know, as a professional in my field, I do encourage my business leaders and other CEOs to always look at the constant performance level of where they're at and where they're going. Just like I shared, I did my Q2 plan, but I did professional and personal goals for that plan because those are areas of my life I want to work on. Friendships. You know the value of friendships and regular catch-up times and how it fills your cup and your soul. This means frequent contact. This means doing things with people that lift you up and bring you energy. Support. If you are finding keeping up hard and feel like you are trying to catch up, I would definitely love to help. One of the benefits of working with a life coach is to have someone hold you accountable to do the things you deeply desire to do so you are keeping up and getting ahead and no longer catching up. Go ahead, click my link tree. My calendar link is in there. 
and book your consultation call today to help you get started. My friends, we're here to help support one another, and I would love to hear what your favorite takeaway was on today's podcast. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you or hear you all in a week.